here we go. We are officially live on Podbean. Look at Miss P-I-D-I-Y coming in here first person so fast. She got in here. Wow. That was like speedy and sounds good. <clears throat> There is my handsome. Yo, yo. I can hear you. And our internet is good. And the world is right again. <laughs> Hello, Sarah. Absolutely. Right? Yes. I gave Miss DIY. I said we're going live on Podbean. So she was like, boom, open the app right away. Well, I'm glad that you were given the heads up. Whoop, whoop. Um, there's love underscore coming in. Yay, caught alive. Hello, Liz and Landon. Hello, Sarah. Oh, Ewellina, Vonnie, Jackie. We've got the whole crew coming together. Woohoo! All of our all of our regulars are coming in too. While we are waiting, hey hey hey, I'm getting off the phone with Sean now. Sounds good. While we are waiting, I figured Landon and I'll well I'll tell you guys what has been going on the last oh I don't know twenty one days. <laughs> uh, so basically, guys. Everything that, like, could happen all at the same time has been happening. Uh, first and foremost, the park that we were at, the park that we are at, I should say, has the worst cell phone slash internet reception possible. And uh, T-Mobile wasn't working. And then we ended up moving to the park's Wi-Fi, which was good, better than T-Mobile. However... It is still shared with other people in the park. And anytime it. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Weird. <clears throat> and anytime we would go. Uh, anytime it would rain or have some sort of thunder and lightning. It would cut out. It was god awful. So we finally got the company that has the park come out and give us our own uh, signal and a router so like we are good to go and it has been such a long 21 days of this nonsense and then in addition to that we also had our trailer constantly like turning off randomly like just the the, the power just shuts off and we were like, what in the hell? So the guy at the park happened to be driving by and he had said, oh, your um, plug is broken. You see here, it means that there's, uh, what is it called? A surge issue. I don't know. Something was wrong with it. And then after that, we got a technician out here right away, got them to fix that. And then it was still happening. 
And then Landon went to our beautiful new green plug. No, Jackie, we just bought a surge protector. What happened was the negative line, uh, or not negative, the neutral line kept frying the prong. Um, so it fried our original plug on our RV. Then we just got a brand new plug it put on, and it fried that plug as well, the neutral line. So then we had the... I finally had enough, and I went down to the office, and I told them, like, this is a, this is the second plug. Now I have to go, get a third one. Like, uh, this is definitely not my issue. I had a tech come out here, and they checked all of my electrical inside and said it was all fine. It's not me. So they sent out the electric company themselves. They came out, and big shocker that the neutral line uh, – for the breaker is uh, fried. And so they tightened up the neutral line, replaced the breaker, and we haven't had any issues since then. Thank God. They haven't compensated us, but I am going to be trying to get my payment back that I had to pay for this um, this plug, this surge that we just had break. So I'm going to try to get compensation for that so that we can get another one because, yeah. But everything seems to be going okay now. So fingers crossed. We're good to go for a while, but damn. Oh, yeah. It costs so much money, so much money uh, to get stuff replaced and whatnot. And even getting the surge protector, everybody was telling us, even the guy, when he replaced this plug, he was like, you should definitely get yourself a surge protector because these parks suck with electricity and you don't want to have something wrong with your thing. So he was like, you should get this one that has like a Bluetooth and you can monitor it from your phone. So he was like, I know you have dogs and if you're not home and you're anywhere and you're out shopping or something, you'll get an alert on your phone and all this other jazz. So yeah, that shit costs so much money. It's cool though, too. We'll show it to you at some point, Miss DIY. It's like a dog face and it like glows in the dark. Oh, we don't have that one. We just have that brand. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, maybe one day. We'll show you the neighbor so that you could see the one I really want. It like, it's so cool. Anyway, um, so we've, we're, Finally, like, we're happy, fingers crossed. Like, now we can focus on everything else. It's been an interesting month, to say the least. Oopsies, my show just started to play. Anyways, um, yeah, that's basically what's been going on with us. We haven't really had any downtime to really do much. Today we went to the pool, finally. But, like, I've been looking in the news, and I just, I'm trying to figure out what to focus on, on topics, but the thing that keeps drawing me back at the moment is just what's been going on in Canada, <clears throat> and I am completely frustrated. Now, I know that it is not a majority. The majority is to, you know, protect the, our youth in the LBGTQ community, and also our trans youth and our kids and learning from sex education and all that. But I am afraid that this is not the end of this nonsense. I'm afraid that they're going to keep going and so every province is going to have their own little groups fighting. And um, it upsets me because what people don't realize because they're not thinking about them they're not thinking about their children they're thinking about their own views okay 
I don't like trans people. I don't like gay people. So I am going to make sure that my children are not around that. In reality, that's never going to happen. Kids have access to TV, internet, <laughs> internet, um, video games. They learn about it all the time. Your kids play GTA. They're looking at porno. Your kids can go on Google. They can type in Pornhub.com. Yes, I'm 18 and get right in there. The educational side of things is probably the best way to go about it, right? So I mean, yeah, because you you'll be learning from a teacher. And now, what a lot of people, everybody goes into mass hysteria. Why do you think they don't want to tell us about aliens and everything? People are going like crazy over sexuality. Uh, so how would they tell us anything else if there's other people amongst us or any other uh, colonies of people out there? If you can't even handle this, they're not stupid and going to go teach a five-year-old about actual having some sort of sex. They're going to teach them, you know, age-appropriate stuff. So if you are in kindergarten or your child is in kindergarten, you're only going to be learning that boys have a penis, girls have a vagina, which is something that you should have already told them as they're growing up. If they have other siblings or not, they should just know that. They shouldn't be calling it uh, uh, whatever, you know, like a cookie or a peachy or whatever, a boy, a sausage or your fishing pole or whatever. Like they should be calling it what the actual scientific terminology is for it at any age and also they should also be including other genders and other sexualities like in the in in that in an age appropriate way everybody should learn this stuff this is not something that it shouldn't be taught people are going crazy i know we have a few people who like go to parent meetings and whatnot and they're like oh my kid can't learn about that why why can't why can't Susie learn that, you know, she's going to, you know, have, uh, you know, a period one day or something like that so that she's prepared. So she's not in gym class like a lot of people gets her period and doesn't know what it is, not taught about it, and then thinks she's dying. Got to go to the hospital. That happened to me. That happened to me. My mom did not tell me about a period in any capacity and just pretended it didn't exist. And when my friends would talk about periods around me, she would shush them because I didn't know. So when I got my period, I literally thought I was dying. And I didn't show anyone for three days because, wow, I'm going to die and I don't want to show my mom. This is embarrassing. It's coming out of my hoo-ha. Like, I remember... And finally going up to my mom after four days because I don't like talking to her about anything because she makes me quite uncomfortable. And I'm like, what is this? And then she's like, oh, it's a period. And then she starts telling me all about it. And I'm, I'm a kid. I'm like so paranoid. I'm worried that I'm going to bleed this, that. Like I was freaking out. So like, absolutely. And then the other thing too is like, you're going to, these kids are going to learn it from their friends. Who the hell would you would you rather your children learn the appropriate, correct information or from the friends for years and years? Kids. Absolutely. Just like Danielle said, the more you teach the kids, the less those world will be scary for them. I agree with that 1000%. You as a parent should be teaching your children right from wrong, uh, penis from vagina, um, what sex can do, what periods are, how, you know, little boys go through random growth spurts. They go through random mood swings themselves, just like little girls go through. Just like the they, thems in there, the people who don't 
identify as anything. That is a true thing. There is people out there who just literally do not connect with either gender at all. It doesn't matter what they were born with biologically, whether it be a penis or a vagina, if they do not connect with that gender, they just don't connect. And if they don't connect with either, they don't connect. And that's something that children should learn too. So that if they don't feel like there's something wrong with them, me growing up trans, I will tell you the thing that bothers me the most is I never had no, uh, transgender uh, prince out there that was trans to show me nothing. I had none of that, no TV shows, no anything, and I'm still trans. Like, trying to erase people and erase things and, and erase in, uh, inclusive, uh, an inclusive world is what is going to drive like everything down we're trying to move forward we're not trying to move back to the 1930s like we're trying to move forward we're in the 21st century now and it's like this is so crazy and to think like you're just going to not teach people this stuff is not going to make it go away like we're not going to go away and i also just want to put it out there that as much as people seem to think this i know there's some people who are in the lbgtq plus community who want children and they are like all about, you know, having kids, raising kids, but a lot of us do not want kids. So we're not going to come after your kids. We do not want to groom them in any way, shape or form. In fact, I would like to go to a restaurant one time and not hear a kid screaming while I'm trying to enjoy a meal, but that's not going to happen because we have to be there for everybody, right? We have to include everybody, and that includes children too. But I am not sitting there eating my dinner thinking about doing something crazy to your child. Um, okay, Cheryl says, I was thankful when my 13-year-old boy, now almost 15, came at home from school one day and asked if I still get periods because it broke the ice for me to talk about it, and he knew enough to have a short conversation thanks to the sex ed class. That's amazing. Jackie said, I love you, Landon, and Liz better tell you I appreciate you and learn from you because you will answer my questions. Uh, I couldn't talk to my mom growing up. I still can't, but my daughter and me definitely overshare. That's great. Me and my daughter definitely do not overshare. Um, I think I get that uncomfortability thing from my mother on that side of things, but she talks to me about being trans and, you know, we do have conversation. I mean, she clearly, she does the editing of this episode. So it's not, a, it's not something we don't communicate with, you know, it's just, we've, I've got more of a shy uh, thing on it. Landon and her talk all the time, which is great. Um, so welcome, Julie. We're just talking about uh, some topics that have been going on in the media lately. Right now we're talking about the, thing going on over in Canada, which also has been going on over here in America, specifically a lot of the southern states, about them not wanting uh, LBGTQ plus communities or education in any way taught to their children. And I agree, Miss DIY. I mean, sex ed has been in school since I can remember. And I remember in fifth grade them putting all the girls in one room and all the boys in another room, which is also not inclusive to LBGTQ people. We knew nothing. So everybody, you know, uh, me being trans, shoved in one group when I don't identify that way, I don't think that way, and that I'm sitting here traumatized from everything that I just had to watch, but nobody cared about that, still had to watch it, and then go through all of it, 
Um, and like I said, it's like the parents, they, every parent wants to sit there and act like they have a right to what your child is taught, but you don't want to teach your child the right things either at home. And that's where the problem lies. And you certainly don't want to teach your children discrimination. I, I am blown away by the videos I have seen on TikTok where there's people that different cultures, different cultures that get shit on every single day because they are different because a woman's wearing a hijab and a man, you know, maybe, maybe Sikh and he may have the headgear as well. And like, it, it blows my mind when I see people that are of other ethnicities and other cultures that have struggled to be who they are coming forward and having this very narrow minded view of what you think should or shouldn't be. And it blows my mind, but it's okay. We're going to continue to keep opening this conversation up. Um, I can tell you this. In Canada, I do not feel like the kids' rights will be taken away in any capacity. These parent, parents and these very loud politics and these very, like, gross human beings that can't see past themselves are going to learn the hard way. Uh, they're going to continue to bitch about it. They're going to continue to have issues with it. It's interesting because when the convoy part one started, I was totally against it. And I was very loud on my Facebook about it. And people were pissed because of what I do for a living. They were, And I predicted the convoy, by the way. I wasn't for it but I predicted it. I said it was going to happen in Ottawa. I said it was going to happen here, there, and everywhere. And it came, it came true. I, and people, because I had predicted it, they assumed that I was for it. So when I said, no, I'm not okay with people going and not doing vaccinations. In fact, I actually think that's the worst thing you can do. But to each his own, you know, that's the way the world went. And people were literally losing their mind over what I was saying. This time around, now it's part of the people's rights when it comes to being gay. And no one's saying anything this time. So I'm, I'm glad because now these people who were part of yeah, the convoy are like, okay. Yes, I'm not because, fighting against this now. Yeah, because then it, at that point it was, it's my body, my choice. Right. But now that they're attacking the LBGTQ community, now it's like you don't have a, a body or a choice for your body. Now, Miss DIY says the ones saying it should be taught at home are the ones not teaching it at home. Absolutely. Or they're only teaching what they want that a boy goes with a girl, girl goes with a boy. There's nothing else. You're born a boy, you're born a girl. And that's it. There is. To them, it's it's just plain black and white. There is no gray areas, no nothing. Julie says, can you imagine how more vulnerable the LBG, LGBTQ plus are when they're young and have sex questions? I wish it wouldn't be looked at as a perversion. I just don't get it. I don't get why it is so taboo to discuss anything regarding different individuals and cultures. Me either. As you came in, I had already said it's not like it, what it's doing is hindering people. I am trans myself. I had no trans education. I had all these questions growing up. I did not feel like I fit in anywhere. There was no TV shows. There was no actors, nothing out there openly trans to tell me that I am not alone. There was no one to tell me that I wasn't alone. I felt like I was not supposed to be here and totally trapped and had no one to talk to and you couldn't talk to anybody. I can't talk to my family about that. My most of my family is super religious. They would have put me in a padded room and had, you know, said get out of here and not talk to me. So I think it, I think we should have more of that because kids nowadays, I was just telling Liz this today, 
the one thing I love about this generation of kids is they don't give a fuck. They don't care if they hurt your feelings. They don't care. They're like, I don't care that I was born a boy. I'm going to wear a pink dress and I'm going to be a princess one day. They don't care. They want to paint their nails. They want to dye their hair. They want to wear pink. They want to do this. You know, little, you know, little girls are going out there. They're becoming, you know, skateboarders and playing in dirt and cutting their hair short. And I love it. And they don't care. And that's what we need in this world and these kids are going to push those bounds and I hope that they can change the world absolutely I feel very comfortable and confident being a senior citizen going into my senior citizen age because these kids will be in charge and all these other people that are playing um, I don't know uh, tit for tat my dick is bigger than your dick white man supremacy thing going on in the world right now will all be gone so I'm, I'm looking forward to those moments too um, but yes, anyway, so that is the first thing I wanted to talk about. The second thing I wanted to talk about is I've seen a lot of things going on with indigenous people obviously going missing. <clears throat> We've covered a couple of cases of the Highway of Tears on this podcast, but unfortunately it did not get a lot of views. And I want to cover more on it later. And I do plan to do a chapter at some point next year with more of the cases but there has been a lot of videos talking about searching the landfill, searching the landfill, searching the landfill. And I get it. I totally understand because there are a lot of bodies there that have never been discovered ever. I mean, it's very easy for landfill bodies to go missing there. I mean, they're huge. They're big. They're, it takes years and years and years to look through those things. So as we've learned a lot doing cases, um, but I do feel like there are going to be some landfill searches. Will they find anything? Probably not for a while. In fact, I feel like there'll be some sort of approval to get like um, a year of looking. Uh, but I think it'll get extended. And then I think a body, a couple of bodies will be found. There are also a lot of foresty areas in the BC area, a couple in Nova Scotia. And there's a few other places, even in Ontario itself, there's a lot of provinces. This is all in Canada, by the way. We'll talk about the U.S. here in a moment. But there's a few places that there are going to be bodies discovered. And kind of like the West Mesa, sorry, the West Mesa episode we're going to be giving you guys here tomorrow, um, it's going to kind of come forward in that manner. They're going to find bodies. They're going to have a while to figure it out. There's a lot of indigenous women missing, and there's a lot of hate crime on indigenous people, and it is still not loud enough. And we are making movements, which is fantastic, but just keep in mind, it's going to take a little bit longer. But there is, like, an underground <sighs> crazy group of people that hate indigenous people that are angry that indigenous people were here first <laughs> and they're angry that they get opportunities that us that uh, other people that pay taxes do not get so there is like this underground group that's going to be discovered i even feel like they've trafficked a few women kids it's it's really insane and when I do talk about these individual cases, it's going to be heartbreaking and I'm going to be putting out a lot of truths out there, but 
I just wanted to let you guys know that I, I know a lot of you have reached out to me about this topic because it is so important and we will cover it. I promise you that. I just need to get my head wrapped around it. There are probably about 60 cases in Canada alone, probably more so in the BC area than anywhere else, that are all tied to one person. And I feel like I want to put all those pieces together and it's going to take a long time to do it, but we're going to do it. Lots to come on that side of things, but I do feel like Indigenous people are going to be getting heard. There's going to be things, a lot of things changing, and we're going to be outing these uh, disgusting human beings that kill for fun. Yes, Jackie, the highway of tears is in Canada, Uh, but there is all over in in all countries this is going on um and in pretty much every country right now sex trafficking absolutely this is what parents should be teaching their kids um not uh, nothing to do with being you know in the lgbtq community now I just wanted to make one comment. So Vani says, I feel like other minorities feel that way because the LGBTQ has taken over and feel entitled or feel like they've taken over certain spaces. Now, um, the a, this community wouldn't have to like do this stuff if we weren't sitting there constantly being killed or thrown in jail for being gay or trans or being called an abomination or getting all this stuff. If we were allowed to walk down the street just like a heterosexual person can, we wouldn't be doing this. And other minorities shouldn't be coming at this community uh, knowing that they also are a minority that people do not like. So we should be banding together instead of dividing everything. And that's exactly what the government wants is wants everyone divided instead of standing united. So that is all I'm going to say on that um, comment there. Now talking about the indigenous people in the USA and what's going on there, I'm sad to announce that I do not feel like there's going to be a lot of movement at this time, maybe in 10 years. I feel like there will be more notice, focus, on it, but Canada's going to dive in first. And um, alongside of the West Mesa, that's only a portion of it. Um, This is going to be a three-part episode. We are only done one part of it so far. We've got a part two and a part three coming at some point, most likely next year. But there's also the women that have not been found, that are still missing, that were not at that burial ground. And at some point, I'm, like, petrified to go in that area. It Like, the way the women that I spoke to from the West Mesa area talked about it, like, they were like, you don't want to go there. You do not want to go there. They they told me I'll literally hear screaming and, and crying, and it'll be nuts. So we'll see how that goes. But I do one day also want to point out where I feel like the other bodies may be buried. But sadly, I feel like some of the bodies are like underneath buildings already there. Welcome, Josh. Welcome. Absolutely. Um, Sadly, this was um, 
you know, a lot of these people were, you know, murdered, killed and whatnot a long time ago. And then we're putting up cities and towns so fast now that like we would have to be ripping people's homes out and ripping buildings out just to find some of these people. Sadly, I don't know if their bodies will ever be found, uh, if I'm going to be honest. It, it's <clears throat> it's very disheartening. And when I talk to these women, like when the West Mesa, oh my goodness, <laughs> all of the women, I only, I only sp- speak of two on this first episode, uh, but there are nine other victims in addition to six other victims that haven't been found in addition to others that haven't even been named. So there's a lot of victims out there and they are all stepping forward. And it it was an intense, for sure, tense episode. So um, definitely not one of my favorite only because it was just so sad and like such a repetitive cycle and every story had so many similarities to it. But um, I think it's important. So that's going to be something we'll be bringing tomorrow. I can't wait for it, for you guys to see it. And then in addition to that, um, gosh, it's tough. It's really tough. I, I wish I had better news on the uh, Indigenous side, honestly. Yeah, Jackie. So the West Mesa is pretty much, we'll just give you a quick rundown. They were all, most of them, I shouldn't say all, most of them were sex workers. Most of them were addicted to drugs. Um, And so people just basically thought that nobody would care about them if they were here or not. Uh, There there is a couple of women who were not related to these uh, sex work at all and who were not addicted to drugs at all either. Um, But the way they went missing and the things that happened to them are still very similar. And unfortunately they were wrong place, wrong time. Uh, Sadly is basically the gist of that. But yeah, that is, um, that's good. Thank you for giving us that information on that. Yeah, it's very true. And uh, yeah, it's a tough one. It's definitely a tough one. Um, The other thing I wanted to talk to you guys about is because a lot of you guys are a little bit confused on a few things, and I just wanted to kind of reiterate, because not everyone goes to the beginning of the series and listens to things from the beginning. So for those of you all new coming in, welcome, welcome. Uh, This is Landon and I's podcast. This is all in relation to unsolved cases. We drop an episode every week. Every week, we will either give you a free episode, which is available to everyone on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podbean, uh, Amazon Music, iTunes, and there's other places that have adopted it as well. There are so many places that this podcast is available now. It's actually crazy because we were scrolling on Spotify the other day, and I know I'm a follower on Spotify of my my own podcast, but a preview came up of the podcast that we just did, and it was just wild. It's blows my mind, honestly. Um, I've recently learned that if you do listen to the free episodes on Spotify, Spotify has the most ads. So if you guys do want to, you know, listen to your pod, the podcast, uh, the free episodes on the Spotify side, go for it. It's probably Spotify is more user friendly. I've heard that Podbean is going to be kind of adopting 
the way Spotify does things, which I'm like really excited about. So apparently this update, I've contacted them yet again. And they told me that it should be in the, the, the last quarter of the year. So we're in September now, August, sorry, October, November, December. So I'm thinking October is when this is going to happen. So fingers crossed that goes well. Um, when it comes to being a patron, if you do want to be a patron, which is subscribing directly to our exclusive content, that is only done through Podbean. So in order to obtain that, you do have to follow us. You do have to, there's a couple of links you can go to, but you can also go to patron.com and search up Freaked Out. You can sign up that way as well. Podbean and Patron are connected, and sometimes people struggle to be able to listen to episodes on Podbean. Log in, log out. That should help you. If it doesn't, we've got a troubleshooting Facebook group. So we've got the Freaked Out podcast. Facebook group, which is great. Everyone finds everything out there. We talk all the time on there. In addition to that, we have a Facebook Messenger tech support group for anyone who is struggling. I have seen so many comments saying, I cannot get to the patron I'm paying. I cannot do this. Help, help, help. I cannot help you here. You guys have to go directly to our tech support group. And then the other thing I want to mention is if you do want to cancel your subscription as a patron, I cannot do that for you. It's kind of like a Netflix account. You have to sign in, log in, take your, and then cancel it. You have to cancel it the same way you signed in. Yes, they make it a little bit more complicated, but it's as easy as just removing your payments or just canceling the subscription. And I've seen people do it. It's not hard at all. If you even have any issues with, you can, you can even Google it and it gives, Google gives you step-by-step instructions on how to go about doing it. Do not come to my website asking me to cancel it because unfortunately I cannot. All we do we get the money side of things from the patron. You guys sign up with patron, you pay patron, they take their cut, and then they send along our cut. That's kind of how it works. So we pay them to support our podcast, basically. Absolutely. It takes, it takes like, we, we really don't have that much time in the day, guys, so, um, at some point, everybody's got to be accountable for themselves, you know, like if you are struggling hard and you're like, oh, I just don't want to listen to this anymore. We're sorry to see you go. But yeah, you would have to go through pod being themselves. And if you're like you're trying and it's still not working, you will then have to send pod being an email about it, about how you're trying to cancel and they can tell you how to do it there if you still can't do it but we cannot physically go in and do anything with your guys's accounts we can't do anything we can't take extra money we can't do anything so whatever you sign up with like so if you do just the two dollars a month we're not going to go in there and change your two dollar payment to twenty dollars we can't do any of that so you any all of it is on you guys it's not on us so just be aware of that Yes, the only thing that I can do on my end, which is why we have the tech support group there, is let's say you're like having issues and you can't log in. I can take your email address that you signed up with and do a search engine on my side to see if you actually have an active account or not. And if some, 
it could be as simple as you have two email addresses, you signed up with a patron on the one account, and then you have a secondary account and where you log in. We've had that happen many times too. So it, it could be a very easy fix. And I that's how we can help on our end, but that's about it. <laughs> Exactly. We can only tell you if you guys are current and we can search your email that you think you've used and we can be like, oh, yep, here's the patron, uh, blah, blah, blah. Or no, we don't see that email at all, but there's one very similar to it. Is this one yours? And then we go from there and then we can help you that way and be like, oh, you have to log into this one. This one has the active patron. We just had a woman who did that. She had two accounts. Uh, for Podbean, one of them was a patron account. The other one was not a patron account. They were very similar emails. Like there was like one letter off of each one. And we were like, this is the one that's active. And she was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. And then she went on there. She was like, yeah, I'm finally able to listen to all the patron episodes. So she was totally happy. Sometimes it is just that easy of a fix. But also, please be aware. Remember, write it down. Put it in your notepad somewhere on your phone. This is the email that I'm using for patrons so that you know which one to be logging into to get those exclusive episodes. We do not want you guys to not be able to listen to the episodes. That is why they're there for paid is so that you can listen to to them um, exclusively for you. Uh, so if you have any issues, try to find us on that Freaked Out podcast group on Facebook. Um, and there is a technical chat where there's a bunch of people in there uh, where I'm in there, Liz is in there, Catherine. Like if one of us can't tell you what to do, there's other people who probably have had the same issue you're having and they have found a way to fix it themselves. And they will also give you the information on how you can try to fix it. When you page to say boom spot on, yes, <clears throat> the actual people will, will say, okay, it tells us when, when you get charged the $2, it'll say boom spot on. So that is just an FYI is the name of our company. Our company is called boom spot on. That's the website. Everything freaked out is under the umbrella of boom spot on that. A lot of people get confused about that too, thinking I'm charging them for readings, but it's really the podcast. <clears throat> The other thing I want to mention is this. So a lot, and I mean a lot of you guys, have brought forward hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cases for us to cover. And we can cover probably about 52 of them a year, maybe more sometimes depending on the year and bonuses and all that jazz. But we need more listeners than suggestions at this point. So we appreciate all your suggestions. We've probably gotten your suggestion. People come to us and they're like, Ryan Larson. And I'm like, not only have we already done that, but there's an episode already out there and we've done this, that, and the other. So I highly recommend guys, like I know it's a pain in the ass. It really is. You don't want to read. You don't want to see things. But just you can scroll back and see all the episodes available that we've already covered. And also know like, in order for us to get to your episode that you want us to cover, we have to be patient. We have to understand that every single case, every single unsolved case is important to cover. People will say things like, this family needs closure. Yes, I understand that family needs closure, but so does this family, and so does this family, and so does this one, and this one, and that one, and this one, and that one. There's so many people that deserve closure, and unfortunately, I'm not a machine, so I can only do as much as I can do. So please, please be patient. I do not need you guys to keep 
suggest in cases at this time we are we are at capacity. I don't know if we're going to open it up again. If there's a really like significant crazy case, we will cover it. You know we will, even if it takes time, even if I'm scared to do it. Most likely we'll cover it. There are some cases <clears throat> that have come to light recently that I'm going to be putting on the do not do list. Um, one being uh, Dylan Eller. Uh, I've had a lot of requests for this case, a lot recently, a lot previously, but I am going to be removing him from the approved list. And the reason being is because I feel like the family is lying about a lot of things in this situation. And I feel like there's a lot of shady things going on in this situation. And I feel like if I do this episode, people are going to be pissed off at me. So I'm going to pull away from doing this episode at this time. If at all something comes out in the future that proves my theory and the world sees something like I'm seeing it, then maybe we'll revisit. But right now I'm putting that in the I'm not doing it episode. I feel bad for him, but um, we, the Twitch episode, yeah, yeah, is a bonus episode that needs to be one. So we need people to get to that uh, patron goal, which is kind of what Liz was talking about in the beginning. We need less people suggesting cases and we need more people sharing with people and getting people to listen to the podcast. We need people to become patrons. That is a patron bonus for us to do Twitch. And we have not gotten to that patron bonus. In fact, we're we're fluctuating up and down. So like sometimes we'll get up there, we'll get close to getting to that episode, but then we go backwards and we have a bunch of people stop being patrons. Another thing we've noticed guys, and I get it. Um, uh, we keep this at $2 for a reason because we are literally trying to be as cheap as you all get a, whoever has an Apple phone, you all have to pay $1.99 every single month for your Apple subscription. Every single month you're paying that $1.99. Whether you use any of their stuff, like their Apple Music or anything, you're still paying that $1.99. It's coming out of your bank account. So we try to keep it as low as that, just a $2 subscription. So even if you don't like the episode that's being dropped that month, please stop canceling your patron until an episode comes that you want because we're trying to reach these goals to give you guys these episodes. And when we have like... 20 people canceling their patron because they don't want to listen to the episodes for that month. That kind of puts a damper on for everybody else who is continuously paying regardless if they like the episode or not. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean somebody else might not like it. We have to appeal to everybody. And if anybody knows us more than, you know, more than anybody, you should know that we definitely focus on the cases of the low minority people. We, that is a big reason why we did not want to jump on the Gabby Petito case because she was white and she was all over the news. She was all the FBI, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Like there was so much involved and so many people looking for this Gabby that there was two other people that were in a minority group with being of the black uh, group and they were not televised at all for going missing and they went missing at the same exact time 
as Gabby Petito did. And nobody gave a crap about them. They only cared about Gabby. And that is why we didn't do it. And that's why we don't do those big cases like that is because we're there for the underdog. So again, we got to make sure that everybody is listening. We got to share it with everybody. We have to, uh, because there's a lot of cases that are super important that it's going to jog someone's memory and we can get a case solved so we can start closing these cases. And so Yolanda says, oh, I'm so happy about how much work you guys have put into your episodes. I wish people were more patient and were more understanding. No one is more important than someone else. It irritates me when people get mean about it towards you guys. Absolutely. Everybody comes on Liz's TikTok or everywhere and goes, you need to do this case because this family needs closure. Every family needs closure, guys. Everybody deserves closure. It doesn't matter if you don't know who it is. It doesn't matter. That family also deserves closure too. We get it. You all want the cases that you guys want and that's fine. That's totally fine. But we still have to be courteous that just because you don't know these cases, we don't know any of these cases, any of them. We've never even heard of half of these cases, these cases that are brought to us. We didn't know Ryan Larson or, or anything unless it was put out on the news and we had heard it like when we did Summer Wells we heard about that because we were actually watching TV the one day just passing by and it was on the news that this little girl Summer Wells went missing and so we were and then we got a lot of requests for it and that was when we were very new in the podcast um so she's like in season 1 there and when we seen like how much stuff this family went through it was like you know there's a lot of underlying things that happened in this case that were not televised and everything. And that's why it's on the exclusive side. But we don't really know half of these cases that you guys bring to us in any way, shape or form. And that's why it's very important for everybody to realize that, yes, we want to do these cases and yes, we are trying to get through them, but Liz is only one person and we can only do so much. So we got to share it. We got to just, I, I can't stress that enough is to share, 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 share with everybody. I, and then Jackie's like, yeah, I always think, am I missing stuff by not paying attention? What if I saw something? Did I see something? Yes, yes, exactly. Hey, you're starting to shock me. <laughs> I don't understand and how someone can't think, oh, wait, Liz is one person compared to how many people are on earth. You've, you have no idea. It, it, it actually drives me insane. I wish I could show you guys my inbox, my, my socials. I wish I could show you guys, like, just how much people just look at me like I'm a walking, talking machine. Like, even friends of mine, they'll message me, not because it's me, but because of my gift, hoping, hinting, waiting for me to give them something to make them feel better. And it's, it's, it's awful. And I set my boundaries now. I have my boundaries up. I don't let people do that to me anymore, but it's ridiculous. Even people like, I kid you not, they'll be like, hey, you made a video for me two years ago. I can't find it. Can you tell me where it is? It's like, just go look. Like, why are you making me do more work? Like, and then people would message me on TikTok and like, they don't even say, hi, how are you? I think you're great. Like, it's like, I need you to find this person. And it's like, holy entitlement. Like, guys, I get it. I get you want me to find this person, that person. I appreciate your love for me and that support. But you also got to go, okay, wait. 
wait a minute, this girl's really, really busy, so maybe I should just do what she suggests. Put it in the comment section. Wait until an episode comes out, you know, like, that's it. That's all I ask. That's it. Just respect my boundaries, and don't treat me like I'm a walking, talking um, crystal ball, because I'm not. Absolutely. Uh, Yolanda says, I don't understand how someone can't think, oh, wait, Liz is one person compared to how many people are on earth. Absolutely. Like, that's the thing. Like, everybody's always nagging, nagging, nagging at her to do, do this, find this person, do this, do that, do this, do that. And it's, and it's kind of like, you're taking out the person, the, the person ability of it. Like, Liz is a person, guys. She's not a robot. Trust me. She's not a robot. She literally has bones, blood, and flesh, like all of us um and she has feelings too and it's kind of i find it extremely rude when somebody just pops on to a live and is like did you do this case and if you haven't done this case you have to do it you have to do it because i'm telling you you have to do it like no first of all we don't have to do anything um just like you don't have to do anything we don't have to either um there is no hi how are you doing i hope you're well uh, you know, thank you for all that you do. Like, it's never that. It's always just, what can you, what can Liz do for everybody else? It, it's actually really sad. And um, and yes, so I have become friends with a lot of you guys that I have, that have been support systems for me. And I've added you guys to Facebook too. Like, it's, it's funny because I'll go in stages, right? So like, okay. I'll do the Facebook ad. And then if I see that you're asking me questions in my inbox, I'm sorry. I love you, but I'm going to have to unfriend you because I don't want that bullshit. Like, and then I, it takes me a minute to warm up to people. So people will message me here and there and say supportive things and show me wonderful things. And I'm like, that's great. And I love you. I am like, not the best, um, friend at the moment because uh i've got so much shit going on but i do keep in touch with my very 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 close friends as much as i possibly can and i apologize if i'm not more talkative when you do message me um i just have a lot going on or sometimes i just want to like not look at my messages <laughs> so but I totally love it I totally love the friends and the support that I get from people that are on Facebook with me it's great so yeah yeah to answer that question uh we do want to still do the YouTube channel uh but unfortunately again this ties back to we need more patrons the equipment is extremely expensive and uh, I don't know if you were here at the beginning of the show, but we just had to put out a shit ton of money to fix our RV. And we still have things to fix, sadly. Um, and we're not making as much money off of the podcast as we would like. Um, and all the money that we get for the podcast on the patron side goes right back into the podcast we're pretty much breaking clean with it after we pay our editors and everything else to do everything we're pretty much breaking clean so we need to get more patrons so that we can afford the video equipment and the extra equipment that we're going to need because we need to buy a whole new camera uh we need to buy some uh lights and a mic and you know we have to buy mics there's like a lot of things the that other, we have to get there the other thing, to get to that point the other thing too like realistically like i sat down with landon the other day and i'm like you know what when the hell are we going to be able to do this 
YouTube channel. Like I'm already so busy with the podcast. I'm already so busy with my, all of my video calls, my emails, my text readings. And then in addition to that, TikTok, right? So I'm so busy with all those things. Like I can't add more to my plate until I remove one of these elements. And the one element that I'm going to eventually remove is the one-on-one sessions indefinitely. But I've got to continue to wait for the podcast to grow. It is growing. It is. We are moving at a quicker speed than we have in the past, which is fantastic, but it's still going to take a little bit of time. In about a year's time from now, I do feel like we will be at a very different point. Um, So at that point, I believe that all of those one-on-one services will be gone, and then it'll be just strictly YouTube channel, podcast, TikTok. And that'll be that. Absolutely, Vani. I agree. The comment section is so crazy. They never talk about anything that we're discussing. It'll be like, Liz, we'll put out a video. We'll just use Ryan Larson here because he's the first one that's coming to my mind. Um, Puts out a video for Ryan Larson. And then people are like, please do John Smith. He's missing too. Do this one. Like never, oh, wow, this little boy, I can't believe what he's going through or what he's went through and yada, yada. They don't make any comments. It's always just what else can Liz do? Oh, screw this case. Let's talk about the next case. It's insane. Or talking about their own personal things. We put out Ryan Larson and then people are like, my dad died. What does that have to do with Ryan Larson? I'm sorry, but that that has nothing to do with what we're talking about here. We're talking about this specific person. We're not talking about your dad. My biggest pet peeve, guys, This, so those of you listening, my biggest on TikTok is when I post a video of me and Landon doing something or me, today I posted a video of me and my Landon's brother Josh on TikTok and I was showing you guys, like he's autistic, he's on the spectrum, love the shit out of this kid, he's single, trying to find him a girlfriend, just having some fun and, you know, getting people talking and like, then people are like, oh, what a nice video, but do you have a picture, do you have a message from my dad because my dad died like two weeks ago and I need to hear from him and it's like, okay, listen, I'm talking about death all the damn time, all day, all night. It's just death, 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 death. I'd like to be able to just have something that just represents something more than that. I get it. I have a mediumship channel. People are coming at me and they're like, well, you have a mediumship channel, so expect expect it. No, I don't expect people to just disrespect me. There are tons and tons and tons of videos where you can put your comments under. You don't, 90% of people I've noticed too, don't even watch the videos. It's hilarious. I'll have all these instructions in it. I'll be like, don't do this, do this, do this, do this. And they will just completely sideswipe what I say because they didn't listen. They didn't read. They just care about their own shit. <laughs> uh, Jackie, yeah, he was in here. Uh, King Life Jays. He was in here. I'm not sure if he's in here right now. Um, and yeah, right. Liz does a lot of sad cases and she doing all of that for free on TikTok. And everybody in the comments is constantly, like I said, they're just, what can you do for me? Why doesn't anybody, in my opinion, why are you people, not not you guys in here, but everybody in the world, why are you not asking what you can do for Liz? Like, she's the one who has to do the work. You guys are just sitting there watching the video, doing zero work to watch it. You guys, half of the people don't even share it. She has almost 400,000 followers, and we don't even have half of that 
following our podcast, but they think they're entitled for Liz to do a case for them. How about you? Like, we don't even ask for anything. We're just asking you to follow our podcast, please. That's literally all we want you guys to do. We are not asking for anything else. Uh, We have so many people who are like, we want to send you this and we want to send you that. We appreciate it, but we just don't want people knowing where we are, if I'm going to be a thousand percent honest. And the reason why is here, I will give you a story that happened the other day that this person is so lucky that I was not there. We were out grocery shopping and Liz was not feeling good. And I also was not feeling good. I have just been, just finally got over being sick. And so we were at grocery shopping and Liz started feeling extremely dizzy while we were in the store. And I told her we were at the checkout. I said, I will check out. I will get all of this bagged up and checked out. You go sit down. Uh, go take a breather, uh, try to relax, and I'll, when, when I come over there, we'll see how you're at. So Liz goes and sits down, and then a woman approaches her, and then a woman goes, are you that uh, medium on TikTok? And Liz stopped for a second, and she doesn't even want to say yes to people because we already know what's coming next. Me, 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 me. And that's exactly what happened. She was like, my dad died uh, a month ago, and I need to talk to him, and blah, 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 blah. And Liz already told her, I'm actually grocery shopping right now, and I don't do that. Um... I have appointments for that. I don't do in-person. She doesn't do in-person anymore. Ever since COVID happened, she stopped her in-person, stopped her parties, all of that. Everything is now done online, and it's just safer for everybody that way. But this woman keep kept proceeding to try to get Liz to give her a reading, and then she's like, well, I'm, I'm broke, and I'm this. And it's like, lady, we're broke, too. We're broke, too. Liz does not make billions of dollars off of this. If she did, we would definitely not be in a 2007 RV. We would be in something hell of a lot newer um, and a hell of a lot bigger. Um, We wouldn't have a broken down truck right now. We wouldn't have half of the stuff if we were making billions off of this. And Liz keeps her prices low for a reason, to appeal to everybody so it's affordable for everybody. She doesn't want to be one of those uh, psychic mediums out there who are charging four or $500 a reading. Um, is she worth that? Absolutely. But we would never get any bookings because we would hear people all the time saying they don't have any money. But my thing is, is if you don't have money, then you just don't get. You're here at the grocery store with a full cart of groceries right now. And me and Liz can only spend $60 on groceries with one bag of groceries. We're broke, people. We're not making a lot of money. I don't know why people seem to think like we're big cash cows or something. But it's just the disrespect that really bothered me is because Liz already told her no, that she wasn't doing it. And this lady proceeded to try to pressure her into doing it for free right there on the spot when she's already not feeling good. And uh, this this is, you know, it's sad. It's a sad world we live in where, you know, Liz feels like she can't even go out in public anymore because she's going to be seen and then have people expecting something from her. The thing that bothered me the most, I'm used to this. I've had this happen many many times over so Landon doesn't like it It, I I can handle it better than he can I I do set my boundaries though but the thing that pissed me off the most is she didn't even know my name she didn't know my name she just knew me as the psychic because I was one of the psychics that she so happened to follow on TikTok I I should have said something like all right I'll give you a reading if you tell me what my name is here like you know not that I would have actually done it but like I just felt like saying that to her because 
she had no idea what the hell my name was. So to me, I'm like, so I mean, yes, maybe you follow me on TikTok. Maybe you've asked me a few times for a reading because she did. She told me that she asked me for a reading the other day and I haven't responded yet. And then I went into, uh, you know, a very detailed explanation of that. But it was it was hilarious at the same time because Landon was not around. And if he was, oh, boy, he would have ripped a new asshole into this lady because she was uh quite the opposite of uh, patient and understanding. You know what? We go through what we have to go through because of whatever we've done in our past lives. And I have come to terms with it. Like my life, I'm just cursed. I just, that's what I feel down to my core is that I am just cursed because I did so many bad things in my past life that they're like this life, you're going to have one hell of a life. And when I mean hell, I mean it. And you know what? I'm just trucking along. I'm just trying to truck along. We don't even ask for much. We just want to be able to pay our bills. We just want to be able to live and maybe visit a couple of places that we really, really want to go and see. And that's about it. I'm not asking to be a billionaire. I'm not asking to be a millionaire. I'm not asking for a big yacht, a big mansion, nothing. Like, we don't, I, I don't need, I have no need for any of those things because I'm the one that have, would have to clean all of that. And that just gives me severe anxiety. So no, don't want it. I'm cool with the little house that I have right now, maybe a little bit more space just so we can maybe make a podcast room so we have less noise um, and not have to shut off our air conditioner and fry in the hot sun while we're doing this. Uh, but that's about it, you know, just that's it. So we, we're just trying, we're just, we're really just trying. And I just don't like people who try to control a situation in um, such a, I feel like it's such a negative way. Like you clearly see someone is out shopping. This is a low vining podcast stop now. What does that mean? Sorry. Just maybe you should just stop. Maybe you should just stop and get out of our podcast and get out of our live. We uh, actually do a hell of a lot of work uh, tonight. We are here just trying to go over stuff and you just came in not too long ago. So you don't even know what we're talking about. Absolutely. Uh, Coach uh, Kyle, maybe judge yourself before you judge others. Like, (laughs) goodness gracious. I got to love the hate. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> I, I, Jackie's like, you're cursed. I swear karma is ripping me a new asshole. But for 10 years, yeah, I, my whole life, that's what I've just felt like um, just literally every day. Um, yeah, we sound good right now, but um, that's because we have very small mics and very small headsets on right now. Um, so that's probably why. But when we bring out our actual nice mics to actually do the uh, podcast, it, it literally, they're so good that they pick up every single noise. Now, you cannot hear our fan in our bedroom at all, but the mics for our podcast pick that sound up, and it sounds like a whirlwind. So we literally have to shut everything off with yeah. zero air. It's because we have Yeti mics, and Yeti mics are like, they can pick up everything. They can, It's hilarious, because when we used to live in Ontario, we had, every time we do the episode, there was always an ambulance driving by, just 
just always a motorcycle, something like, and it picks up all of that shit. So in, in Newfoundland, we had a lot less noise, but then we had Riddle being a little bit of a shithead there. So like, we've always had little glitches when it comes to recording the podcast. I'll tell you guys, it's, that is the part the two of us dread the most, but everything else we love. Right, Tabitha? Funny thing is, a dude liked the show right after he said it was a low-vining podcast that we should stop. Then you go and like the show? Like, what the hell? Exactly. And also tried to join the conversation, might I add, too. Um, but yeah, anyways, guys, I think that's it for now. We have to go and record uh, the West Mesa episode part one. Um, it took me a bit of time to get through that because, goddamn, there was a lot of pieces with it. Uh, so that will be released tomorrow. It will be on the exclusive side. And then next week is Susan Powell part two. So heartbreaking. This is probably going to be a little bit of a shorter episode because it is in relation to the boys. Uh, we already heard the case, so it's going to just talk about the boys' experience. We might have something else in addition to that episode. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Let's see how much I get information out of the kids. And then we will be starting our spooky season. I am so freaking excited to start October's episodes. You guys have no idea how excited we are. Um, I've been looking into every, even the Exorcist episode. I know that's on Halloween and coming out on Halloween, but like I'm trying my hardest to like get caught up and study this to the highest degree. I'm so happy. So uh, I can't wait for that. We've got to come up with November's episodes. We've, we've got November's episodes ready to go as well, but I'm telling you, we're tweaking everything. Landon is reevaluating every episode now and it's going to be awesome so i'm excited for october november and december december we're probably going to focus more so <sighs> christmas related cases i don't think we're doing any more children this year and yeah that's basically it for the next three months and <laughs> then we're on to year three for us we'll be heading into our third year of the podcast Can you believe that it'll be two years down so amazing it's crazy. Yes, uh, it, it is our podcast so we could talk about whatever the hell we want to. And we only do these lives to just let you guys know that we're still here. And not every time we come on the live, which we have explained before, Coach uh, Kaylee, uh, is that sometimes when we come on live, we're just going to come on live to shoot the shit with you guys. Uh, we're not always going to do a case. We're not always going to do a prediction. We're not always going to talk about current events or what Liz sees for that. Sometimes... She needs a break, too. She actually was sick all night last night, and so tonight she's just, like, regaining all of that. So we kind of just talked about a little bit of stuff, and then we're shooting the shit. But, yeah. Ashley, we are not doing Epstein in October. Um, I'm not exactly sure when we are going to be November. starting up. Uh, okay, that's what I thought. It was going to be November, so Liz just confirmed it. We will be dropping another part two of the Epstein uh, in November, October, since it's spooky season and since it is my favorite time of the year and it is our wedding anniversary, we want to focus on only spooky Halloween stuff. So I, we, I put a really good lineup up there to try to uh, get some really crazy cases out there and then we will resume in november and like liz said we are trying to stay away from the kid cases for the rest of the year we did so many kid cases this year um and as she has said 
a lot of times in the past, these kid cases just break her heart. Um, and she just has such a hard time after. And, um, yeah, so we're probably not going to be doing any more kids cases unless there is something that is just a kid is involved in a case that we want to do for like Christmas or something. If we find like a Christmas massacre and a kid was involved in there, then we would obviously the kid would be involved in that. But we are not going to do an episode exclusively only on one single child. Um, so we're trying to stay away from that for the rest of the year and we will resume next year with the kid stuff. I appreciate that, Ashley. We we appreciate all of our fans. We are trying so hard. Um, don't worry, we smoke a lot too, so don't, don't worry about that. And uh, yes, Jackie, we I think we're going to be doing at least three uh, parts for Epstein. At correct. least three. There may be more, but we are trying to keep it down to only three. So. Uh, Definitely the second one will be out in November for you there, Jackie. And then you can probably listen to part one again so that yes. and we'll probably encourage you all to listen yes, to part, part one two, again for part two. Part two will be about the victims and part three is going to be about the culprits. So, yeah. Woohoo. All right, guys. Well, I hope you guys have a good night. We're going to go record now. So I'm going to go turn our AC off now that it's cooler outside. <laughs> which it's really not. It really isn't, but it's as cool as it's going to get. And I hope you guys have a wonderful night. Take care of each other, and we'll see you tomorrow night. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.